This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. For, 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 for all things KC, for everything Chiefs, it's always, it's always game day in Kansas City. Now, here's your host, Kayla Kinnearum and Cody Tapp. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. I'm your host, Kayla Kinnearum. Joining me is my co-host, Cody Tapp, and our producer, Nick Schwert. You guys, the Kansas City Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. We are all just like crazy hyper right now. We're going to talk about everything. Where do we even want to start? We are all freaking out. I think I start. I think I want to start in the fridge. Um, I know we just started like 60 seconds ago. Is it okay if I stand up and go get a beer and let you guys talk? Do for it. Sure. Seconds? Do okay. it, Nick. Look, Kim, I, I want pour a glass I want of to... wine. Uh, I think I, I need care. it. I need to get the heart rate down a little bit. It wouldn't even be that hard. If I could flip the camera on here all that easily, I would show you just how close there is alcohol to me. It's so close. We can all take turns. So that's the good news. So once Nick is back, then Kayla, you can have a turn and then I'll have a turn. But I think, I, look, I want to yell as much as you champagne. do. My kid fell asleep on the couch in the fourth quarter because she's six. So I had to go lay her down. I'm like, well, I can't resettle her now. So I got to find some medium tone of excitement because it's ridiculous. I've only been doing a show in Kansas City for four years. They've been to the Super Bowl three times. And again, this time, like, it felt like, oh, no, we're going to the same thing again, right? Here we go. Problems. And Mahomes, like, ball just slips out of his hand. And none of it matters. They just go to the Super Bowl anyway because they are a dynastic-like team. They just do stuff dynasties do, which is frustrate the hell out of you and win all the time. Uh, so yeah, first off, so much for dry January. You know, made it to January 29th. Right there. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. More than I did. I, right, I'm gonna I, I wasn't trying, though. I wasn't participating this year. All right, Cody's going to go and get one. So, uh, yeah, congrats to me for making it to, all the way to the finish line, but then giving up. But you know what? This calls for it. You know what's crazy, Kayla, is that... Everything? Well, yeah. I mean, they were up by seven. But the second the game got tied, the second okay. that... The second there that Samaj P. Ryan... Open. When Samaj P. Ryan scored that touchdown, there was no point in between that touchdown and Harrison Butker actually kicking the field goal that I thought the Chiefs were going to win. Same. Same. Like, there, was, there, was, there, there was no momentum. It's not as though they were knocking on the door. In fact, it was quite the opposite. It felt, it felt weird. Like, <laughs> it felt they did nothing like, offensively again in the fourth. You know, it's like uh, when you have a hole in the boat and you're throwing duct tape on it. That's what it felt like for the Chiefs. It was like eventually the Bengals are going to strike and they are, and we're going to see one team that's at full strength and another team that is on their sixth and seventh string wide receivers. Like it kept feeling like, eventually we're going to see, oh yeah, this is what happens when all your receivers go down. And then I look I up, like the-, the Chiefs are celebrating and there's confetti falling and they're going to the Super Bowl. I think I blacked out. Oh, dude. And I like I liked it of all the analogies, Nick, that somehow after all this, right, the boat's sinking, you try to put duct tape on it. Sky Moore and Harrison Butker, the ire of this entire team, are Billy fucking Mays, man, slapping that thing on the side, just gushing water. Like, <laughs> damn, it doesn't matter. Like, we fixed it. Look, the hole's fixed. Cody, oh, is there anything oh, you want to take back? Oh, oh, Sky Moore? Ooh, boy, you know what? I think I more than once on this show said he should never 
ever touch the ball and punt returns again. <laughs> okay, I'm wrong, I guess. I I don't I didn't think I thought Toe, like, why did he keep trusting him? It didn't make any sense. But I think he wasn't like that was never his plan. He was forced into it because of injury. He's like, Well, I guess Sky Moore is a kick return guy. Well, again. Isn't that what happened? Isn't Here that what we happened? go? Isn't that what happened on Sunday too? Yeah. Tony's down. Uh, Pacheco was sort of hobbled at that point. And Pacheco, with the role that he was taking on, you couldn't really throw him back there. Like, who else did you have to put back and kick return at that point? No one. And by the I, way, I, I just want to Marcus say this. Kemp? Since we're in... So we're recording this right after the show. Or right after the game, excuse me. So Patrick Mahomes... It had, was a show. So yeah, but well, by the time you're hearing this, you've probably already seen the tweet. But Patrick Mahomes... In his first tweet since the game ended, this is remarkable. His first tweet is a gif of the bowler, Pete Weber, doing the who do you think you are? I am. Which is just like. I'm, re I'm retweeting it. I mean. So strong. Magical. It's magical. For Patrick Mahomes, perhaps the greatest athlete or the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in our lifetimes is referencing a bowler from over a decade ago, right? That that speaks to Patrick Mahomes' greatness and awareness of the moment. Like, do we, I mean, you know what it is? It's, we knew this going into it, Nick. Like, we absolutely knew this going into it. But the sweetness because of Cincinnati talking so much trash makes it so much better. Eli Apple's mom just deleted her Twitter account. What? Like, she took herself off the internet. She's like, I can't do this. Eli, you fucked up, man. I'm gone. Like, that I feels dramatic. Like, <laughs> look, he only had, like, one holding penalty. But he said all that stuff about Cancun. So people found him and then people found Eli Apple's mom. And he talked way too much trash for a player of his skill level. Like it just, it felt so <laughs> sweet. It didn't matter because like Mahomes was taking shots at Bro. He's saying, oh, we don't have any cigars. Frank Clark was smoking a cigar. So they clearly did. Travis Kelsey told the mayor to shut his mouth. And the Chiefs, just, the Chiefs just tweeted a picture of it too. That's incredible. Oh yeah. Um, like my favorite moment. Everything. My favorite moment from that entire post-game presser is Mahomes going, I'd like to thank God, and Travis Kelsey immediately running up and saying, Burrow had my ass. <laughs> back, back to back. So good. So good. These guys, and you knew that all week they were kind of holding that in. And that's what that's what they do, that's what they do, Cody, to your point. They kind of they may not engage in the trash talk during the week, but they're they're jotting things down. They're just yeah. storing them away for later for when they do win. Now we're going to unleash all the jokes when you guys have nothing to say. It's for all the times that we, you know, we spent plenty of time saying they have a right to trash talk because they beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. Oh, man. Well, you better accept the other end of this because it's going to be so much worse. You said Burrowhead after a single game. They're going to bury you for that. Like, and yeah. like Cincinnati, we don't know if they'll go back to the AFC title game next year, go back to the Super Bowl. It's a good chance, right? They're a great team. But teams, what the Chiefs are doing, that's not normal. Cincinnati's not doing that. They're on their own little special island with other teams that are Cody, great, greater Cody. than everyone. So they, the Chiefs will host the Bengals next year, correct? Yeah. In the yes. Season. So yes. they will host the Bengals next year. So there's a chance that they play them at Arrowhead twice, like maybe if they meet in the playoffs again. Can you imagine what we'll be saying a year from now if the Bengals are like one in three lifetime at Arrowhead and be like, you guys had the nerve to call it Burrowhead after one win. You're now one and one at Arrowhead and you think you get to call it Burrowhead. Who do you think you are? That is, I think that's perfect use of the Pete Weber gift, by the way. And it's, and it's, and it, and it's like, it is Super Bowl. You lost you idiots. You didn't even like host the trophy. Cause you could always just be like, well, ring, you know, trophy. We don't care. Right. 
Like, you know, like that's the ultimate calling card. Anytime somebody tries to talk trash, you can be like, oh, Rick, you know, so we don't care that we called it Burrowhead once and then lost to you. We have a trophy. This big thing, it stands there. You're like, nope. Chiefs are AFC title game, you know, champions again. It's just so hard to imagine sometimes because it's, I think it's always hard, like as a sports fan, to put into perspective the era you're in. Like it's always hard to appreciate it because you get like frustrated by this Chiefs team. You're like, oh, they're not doing things right. I think the thing we might have all missed the most, Nick, was they're gritty as fuck. They just like fought through some really tough games this year and fought through a 14 and three record. Under diff uh, under a difficult schedule and difficult circumstances, and this game they were missing Justin Watson, uh, Juju Smith Schuster, Kadarius Tony. Uh, for a while, Cook was out of the game. Their best corner, Legarius Sneed, didn't play. All those guys got lost in game, and Patrick Mahomes was on one ankle, and they still won. They were much tougher than I probably ever gave them credit for this year. You know, this is a big deal when we've got like a. Cody F-bomb tracker going now. Mm, yeah, we're like four or five. I'm very excited. I cuss a lot under my normal circumstances. <laughs> okay, but I just learned I try this to about you. to like one or two in the show. I just learned this about you. You watch games in silence. Yeah, so well, I, I watch the entire volume on the lit- TV on. Yeah. yeah, the volume on the TV's on. Okay, well, you don't. I was you, in you're not the basement. Screaming. No, in the basement. I sound like I'm being murdered when I watch Chiefs games. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably great. I'm sure your roommate and neighbors are like, oh my God, did that girl get murdered again? You're like, oh, it's Sunday. It's no, I, had a, I had to send him an apology text to my roommate who was in a room and heard you all have of to it. Post something like you're going to have to pin something up on the community board at your apartment complex and just be like, sorry, guys, I'm from Kansas City. You know, no, I'm, I, uh, I will watch in silence or I'll mutter under my breath like, what the hell was that? Like, that's, that's the most animated I get watching a wow. football game. Now, I got nerd. Like, there were times in that game where you're starting to get more frustrated and you're like, Oh, what is happening? But I never yell. I just sit quietly. I know I'm weird in that way. And it might make me a serial killer, but it's how I watch sports. I grew up watching my father scream his head off and live and die by every play. So that is what I now do when watching Chiefs games. It's hereditary. Nick, are you in the middle? <laughs> I I move around a lot, but I don't make a lot of noise. If I'm it's it's I'm I'm a chameleon. If I'm in a setting where there's a lot of people talking, I will talk as well. But like tonight, I watched the game by myself, and I probably didn't make a peep during the game. Yeah, I don't think I. Talk- you guys are crazy. Well, if I do, I you know what I I'm easily dist- I I can lose my attention span very easily, so I need to eliminate distractions. If that's why it, it's <laughs> tough for me to watch yes. games with people because if there's somebody around, I'll start talking to them and I'll miss plays. You know, I'll miss yeah, two yeah. or three plays without even noticing what happened. And when it's I- the AFC title game, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, I was essentially watching the game and my Twitter feed at the same time because Twitter's ahead of my uh, feed, my CBS feed. So I'm getting all the news ahead of time. Thank you, Cody, for providing all the news ahead of time for me. You are. By the way, I don't know. Like, I'm like at the game. I watch it on an antenna. This is the pro tip. Get an antenna. It sounds stupid, but I don't like to be behind live, big live sporting events. I don't care if it's like Kansas, Kentucky in the regular season, like whatever. Oh, no, I'm behind. Fine. Mm-hmm. AFC championship game. I'm not trying to find out two plays later. So I'm always like, uh, I got to be really careful here and figure out where I am. I uh, I do have, I got to figure out one thing for myself. So as a show in Kansas City, our show's heading to Arizona. Stuff's booked. Woo-hoo! Heading to Arizona, going to be there during Radio Row. So you'll hear some of this podcast. We'll be live from Radio Row. But unfortunately, I've already informed Ruby and Desmond that if they won, I was going to have to go. And Ruby's like, fine, I have money, I'll come. And I was like, you don't have enough. 
She has like a hundred dollars. I don't know. I want to front her the rest. That's a lot, Nick. <laughs> she found a dime on the floor. Don't She's be like, cheap, Look, Now Cody. I have more. Does she money. get an allowance? Yeah, but it's not. It's not covering. It's not covering a trip to Arizona. Well, like, could you, you imagine know, if it was? Maybe like you could give her a loan. Yeah, maybe yeah, you yeah. could give her a loan, oh. and she could just pay it back over time. It's not like she's going anywhere. You know where That's she's true. Staying, so. This would make right? really cute content: a daddy-daughter yeah, date to the Super Bowl. I'm here Tw- for it. Twelve years to pay it off, interest-free, no <laughs> pressure. You know, just think about the little bit you got to pay me back at a time. Take it out of the college know. fund. Honestly, it'd probably make my wife's job a lot easier if I just took one kid. Be like, okay, Ruby and I are going to the Super Bowl. I just can't imagine her sitting as we like work some eight hour day on radio row and you're like okay stay close i guess or rope in celebrity guests because you're an adorable kid those are really the two choices here do you guys think that when we look back on this game because this game feels big now uh if you lose the super bowl nobody will care what you did in the afc championship game right that's i know i'm not trying to be sad here but the reason why i bring it up i'm not trying to be cool nick I want to burst our bubble. When, if we look back on the AFC Championship game, will we remember it as the game that Patrick Mahomes won on a bum ankle with no receivers, or will we look back on it as the game where Chris Jones exercised his demons and completely wrecked the Bengals' offense? I I think it's only fair. Like, look, Mahomes deserves his credit. Even on one ankle, he was still one step faster than his defender on a way to a first down that got him a roughing penalty that even gave them the chance to win. That was third down. And he still outran defenders to the first down. Even if he hadn't gotten a hit, they would have been just a few yards away from a field goal attempt anyway, and they would have had it anyway. Chris Jones was the best player on the field. On the field with Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Jamar Chase doing ridiculous stuff and Travis Kelsey getting anything he wanted. Chris Jones was the best player on the entire field. He ruined people's lives out there tonight. He would have had six sacks if he wasn't being held. He buried their entire, what was already shaky offensive line and made them look every bit of that terrible, didn't he? Yeah, do you agree, Kayla? Do you think it's it will we'll remember this as the Chris Jones game? I mean, yes, but I also think you have to factor in Pat and his bum ankle and still just being such like the fiercest competitor I in recent history. I mean, you put him up there with all the greats. This guy powers through anything. But yeah, Chris Jones, this was his night. He finally gets his first playoff sack, multiple sacks, um, just completely dominated from beginning to end. And that's all we asked. Um I yeah, think all we it, asked it, it, was it, for him to dominate for four quarters, and that's exactly what he did. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, can you just do that for four quarters, please? Thanks. Like um, I kept asking, it was like, well, he already has two sacks and like 48 pressures. Hey, man, do you, do you mind? Just like one more. No big deal. <laughs> and you're like, sure. 